Mark with the Eilam. For a few minutes, speak about this Pasuk. We're still harvesting in Yanei Chanukah and in Yanei Diyayma for various reasons. I want to, the following, the Pasuk says as following. It's a Pasuk in Mishlei, Perak Yud, Pasuk of Hay. And it says, Ka'avur Sufa, when the wind blows, appropriate for the beginning of the fierce winter, Ka'avur Sufa, when the wind blows, vain Russia. When the wind passes by, vain Russia, the Russia's gone. The Russia's no longer there. But Tzadik is But Tzadik is the foundation of the world. It's one Pasuk. And then a few Pasukim later. Shlomo Melech says, Tzadik lo'ilam bal yimait. A Tzadik forever is unshaken. Or as the Mepharshim, as Rashi says, even when he shakes. Kishuhu mat, even though the Pasuk says, Tzadik lo'ilam bal yimait. Forever he doesn't shake. Rashi says in the Pasuk, Kishahu mat, even when he shakes, Ein moitasai moitas oilam. His shaking is not a shaking forever, Kiyip overcome. For when he falls, he gets up, like it says, Shibatipot Sadik become. Urishayan, but a Russia, even when they seem so firm, when they seem so settled, so strong in their positions, la yishkinu aretz, they don't dwell on the ground, it always inevitably falls off. Shloim HaMel is describing the difference of a tzaddik and a rasha. A rasha, the wind blows, vain rasha. All his convictions, all the things he stands for, the wind blows and he's, and he's no longer there. And the tzaddik so deeply entrenched, so strong are his convictions, so powerful are his truths, that he's the Yisoyed Oilam, he's the foundation forever. He, or the foundation of the world, either pshat, but the tzaddik is a foundation, is so deeply built in the ground that he's unmovable, he doesn't move. I got a visual, I saw they're building a shul in Blue Ridge and the roof, they're in the middle of building the roof and the roof caved in yesterday. The roof caved in, the, outer, the, the things that aren't built so strong, the wind can come and knock it down. The foundation doesn't move. The foundation is very firmly there, is unshaken. That's the tzaddik. He's so deeply rooted, he doesn't move so easily. The Kiddush Shemayim of watching B'nai Torah, of watching B'nai Torah, go through Nisyonis for B'nai Torah to go through a terrible tzara to have two chaveirim b'nifter and to go through different different physical pains themselves and surgeries and treatments and to still be fighting for Aliyah fighting to learn Torah fighting to grow is Nerv Oyim the lesson of Tzadik Yisoyed Oylem the preciousness of Aruchnius, I get to see from up close in my house two such bachim. And to see, to have Rav Ram back in Yeshiva, Tzadik Yisoyed Oilam. A Tzadik's a foundation, Rabbi say. A Tzadik's unmovable force. The Russia, the wind blows, the slightest, he, all his strong convictions, all the things he believes in. I hold, to say that till the wind blows. 
all his convictions go out in a heartbeat, the Russia. One pretty lady passes by and his whole life's convictions are out the window. I think about the commitment, the marriage commitments of an American. They say, yeah, I, I, I swear, I solemnly say, but nonsense, you fool. A Russia, the wind blows, Kavur Sufa Vein Russia. The wind blows and the rush is gone. Well, what happened to all your convictions? One pretty lady came by. Everything you stand for, what happened? So not deep, so not profound, their beliefs, so shallow and superficial. The Yavani beliefs of the world, so superficial. Everything you stood for, didn't, didn't you have some, didn't, didn't you make a commitment? Didn't you promise to your wife, your children? But Kavur Sufa, the wind blows vain Russia. The rush is gone. The slightest test is conviction. The slightest thing that was difficult. And the tzaddik is so lehepech. The tzaddik is so the opposite. The most difficult winds of the world could blow. The most difficult nisyonis. The most difficult matzavim. And the tzaddik is so locked in. His conviction is so deep. His, his search of truth is so deep. His want for ruchnius is so strong. His kesher to Hashem is so chazak. He's so powerful. He's yesoid oilam. He's unmovable. The tzaddik is such a foundation, so deeply rooted, that he's unmovable. His beliefs are unshaken. And the tzaddik continues on. Even when he's mut, even when he's shaken a little bit, somehow he's shaken. Tzaddik lo'olam baltim yimait. Forever he won't be shaken, he'll always go back to his way. You know, we wonder sometimes that Hashem built us something called Yemei Ava and Yemei Sinna. We have days we feel good, days we feel bad. Yemei Ava, they're called all different names in different svarim. From Ibn Tam calls it Yemei Ava and Yemei Sinna. Days I feel great, I'm fired up to learn. And Yemei Sinna, days I just don't feel it. To what's called in Kabbalah Svar Moichim the Gadlus and Moichim the Katnus. To what's called in all different Svarim. It's in from Hasidish Svarim to Litvish Svarim to Kabbalistic Svarim. All different sources. Why does Hashem build us a roll, like a roller coaster? Why did He build us like that? Why is such a Metzius that after that you may Ava, you may Sinner, you may Ava, you may Sinner? Why can't it just be I feel it and, and that's the way I'm Mamshach, that's the way it goes? Why Hashem build us as a roller coaster where we feel we make gains then we lose. We make gains, we lose. Why have to be as a roller coaster? It's so hard. I don't like roller coasters personally. So life has to be a roller coaster. Why can't it be one long you may ever? One long life of just but of course the word is that you may sin are so important. I think you may sin are equally important to a bentoy as you may ever. Tremendously important days. And it's not a roller coaster at all. You may ava, Revolver speaks about this. You may ava, there's a mission for, and you may sin, there's a mission for. The goal of a bentayr is to acquire. I went to a vad for five years, Matalmud Rav Chatzkel. He spoke about one topic for five years straight making kinyan and making acquisitions. Sadik Yisoy Oilam. Certain things I don't budge from that thing. I have a campaign I want to go on in the yeshiva. I want to call the Tzadik Yisraelim Seder, a certain Seder that you don't miss, come what may. Come what may, any storm under the sun, the Tzadik, and make it the easiest half hour of the day, the easiest. But it's Tzadik Yisraelim Seder, a Seder that's your foundation. That you don't miss, come what may. The Tzadik Yisraelim Seder. 
Do you say that worm of Yemei Abba, Yemei Sinner, Rabbi? I say, there's Avoidus Yemei Abba, Avoidus Yemei Sinner. In Yemei Sin, in the days you don't feel it, you find that, you know, in Yemei Abba, everything's rosy. And just because we do something doesn't mean we've been kind of something. How do I know what I was kind of? How do I know what I'm doing? And besides, I'm doing it, but it's not me. There are a lot of storms in life, guys. There are a lot of different matzavim. People have told me a few times recently, people who've gone through this yeshiva now working, they say, Rebbe, in yeshiva, we love the yeshiva, we did great. Now we're working. It's so hard to, to hold the seder. It's so hard to be consistent with tefillahs. And the question a person has to ask himself, with all the accomplishments he's making, is this something that's become me? Have I made an acquisition? Have I been kind That's a difficult question. Maybe in my excitement and all the joy, and certainly that's valuable that I'm doing it, but I, have I been kind of my yitzadik yisayid oilam, that any winds that blow, I won't stop. And you know what? You know, what the, you know how you can know if you've been kind of, and you may sin, you're not over it. And you may have us a time to do, and do even if it's not a Kenyan. In your you may have, within your you may have, there'll be things that you're kind of. There'll be things that you acquire. Within your you may have, you'll make Kenyanim. How do you know if you made a Kenyan? If in your you may sinner, if the Yemei sin and, and, a, and a Ben Aliyah's life goes, his Yemei Av is up here, his Yemei Sinna may go down, but it's constantly on a higher plane. His Yemei Sinna are higher than the old Yemei Sinna. You don't compare in the days you're not feeling it, am I doing as well as the Yemei Av? You compare to my old Yemei Sinna, it's true now I'm not feeling it. But it used to be when I didn't feel it, I did, I did who knows what. Now when I don't feel it, that I don't miss. Davening I don't miss. That Seder I don't miss. It's not, I'm not the same level as the Yemei Ava. But in the Yemei Sin are very important days. There are days I find out what I've been kind of, what I've acquired. There are also days, by the way, that you can make a Kenyan deeper. If a person can resolve in his Yemei Sin, but that I won't do, and he can hold strong, he knows he's been kind of. In some ways in Yemei Sin, you can make deeper Kenyan than Yemei Ava. Because in Yemei Sin, you say, but that I won't do anymore. If maybe I was a certain chutzpah to my parents in my difficult days, but that I won't do anymore, you've been kind of something. It's you, it's deeply you. In the harshest of times, you don't move from it. Tzaddik Yisrael, it's different now. You've been zayichah to be a tzaddik, you have convictions that are deep. Somebody this summer, a bachar, a very intelligent bachar, was a ben aliyah. He asked Rai Sunshine this summer, he wondered, he said we, they were learning the sugyas, the ayiras to give up his life for the big three and he wondered would somebody really give up their lives for would it be and the Bacher was intelligent to wonder we live in a society that the convictions are so not deep people are so shallow you have a human being one pretty girl passes by and he can't hold out to anything he can't hold out. It's like the Russia David Melech describes, like Shlomo Amelech, the beginning of Tillam, he describes the Russia Kimoits, like Shaf Asher to defend Ruach, that any wind blows, he's gone. Any wind blows, Kimoits, like Shaf, Asher to defend Ruach, any wind blows, it blows the Shaf here, blows it there, like this. Shaf is the stuff that goes around the grain. Very light kernels, that the wind just blows around, flies back and forth in the wind. That's how Dovramel describes the Russia. But the tzaddiks are a whole different mitzius. 
Mitzadik samitsiyos of kinyanim, of acquisitions, of deep beliefs, more precious than life itself. He'd give up his life. So a guy would say, conviction is so deep. It's an eternal conviction. It's from a different world. It's from a different place. It's not a shallow. It's not a shallow. Yeah, okay, today I hold and you hold. It's nothing. But Sadik is Yisoyed Oilam, deep beliefs, deep acquisitions, things that are not budging, that are not bending so fast. We're changing times, we're changing. Ryoberlander went to Eretz Yisrael. We met up with a lot of Bachram who have learned in the Yeshiva. What a chizuk, that ideas that they learned in Yeshiva, things they saw in Rai Kestenbaum. Musu they learned, Tayri they learned, they're so deep in their kishkas. He described the Ali of the Bachram. He described Sadik Yisod Oilum. That acquisitions that were, that, that were Kenyanim, there were things, you put them in any continent, under any conditions, under any temptation, Sadik Yisod Oilum. They acquired it. They're not budging so fast. Certainly, Rabbi Sayara, we don't ask for winds, we don't ask for storms. That's for certain. But it is called Oilum Anasayim. It's a world of challenges. There are storms in the world. And the job of the Yid, the job of the Ben Torah is to acquire things that don't budge in the face of all storms. To acquire things that are deep. To put in deep ideas into himself, to believe in what he's doing. It takes a very honest Aliyah, a very comfortable Aliyah. It takes a very, it takes a lot of Amelus to do such a thing. And certainly it's wise to start practicing now on easy stuff. A Bacher sitting by Mincha. And he has a whim. It's, he, he sees somebody outside. He wants to talk to him. But Mincha's not finished. But he wants to be a tzaddik yisraelim. He wants that beautiful acquisition of the tzaddik. The tzaddik who's not so shakeable, who's not so flimsy. It's not so, it's not so just totally on the, on the storms of the times. It's so built from inside. David HaMelech describes in Tillim, he describes as Shesulim Beves Hashem, such beautiful words. Shesulim means shasel. To be shasel means to be rooted. To be rooted in. I sometimes think to myself, I see in camp there's a tree right outside the shul that I love because it has all the roots, many roots above the ground. You rarely see, and you see just dozens of roots coming above the ground. And I think to myself, it's unbelievable. A tree is a monstrosity. I, that thing got to weigh 2,000 pounds. I'm, I'm guessing, I'm making up a number. It's got to be a ton at least. Huge, thick, zaftig a tree. And I think to myself, if you would cut those roots, the roots look like thin roots, but they're firm in the ground. They're, they're powerfully planted in the ground. If you would cut those roots, the entire tree, which looks so zaftig, boom, would fall down. But those roots that are firmly grabbing hold of the ground, it's like a mifus. These thin roots and many of them firmly in the ground hold that tree so solidly in place. And I think Shesulim Bebeis Hashem, that's my visual of Shesulim Bebeis Hashem, to be shustled, to be implanted, to have roots in the house of Hashem. Then Bechat Selikeinu, we spend a lot of time out of the base Hashem. But Bechat Selikeinu, you're still spread out, you stay standing strong and proud. If the roots are rooted stark, if they're put in stark, and you take the mensch, the rush who has no roots, he's the same Zaftig tree, but he topples over so easily, pounds down, shatters into a million parts, because he has no roots. He has no roots in the base Hashem. He has nothing that he firmly believes that he's unbudging about. 
You ask the tzaddik, a guy has to ask himself, and he has to have many roots, hundreds of roots. You have to have hundreds of things, that I don't do, this I always do. Mincha is a given, hundreds of roots, to hold up that thousands of pounds of tree. You know how many roots you need? If we would cut some of those roots, that tree would topple down. What holds it is all those roots. All those commitments to human beings, a beautiful human being, with massive beauty. But if he has those roots, if he has all those roots of idealism, things that I'll never be over, it's not Megeya. It's not Megeya, that I don't do. This mitzvah, that Avera, he has what he doesn't do, he has what he yes does. That person is firmly rooted in the ground. That person withstands all the storms. And the person, if I care to shvach, so unrooted, so not strong. So he's the Russia, he's the Russia, who's Kavur Sufa, Vein Russia. One wind blows and the Russia's not there. We have to practice, Rabbi say. We have to practice on little things, to, with maybe a Seder, a half hour Seder a day, to practice being at Tzadik Yisraelim. I think anybody who's witnessing this Kiddush Shamayim, Tzadikim, Abnei Torah, it's awesome to see. Unfathomable, but it is unfathomable to see anybody who thinks about it. To see B'nai tell you that no Yetzirah in the world, no storm in the world can stop. How many excuses? Who wouldn't excuse for Ben Tayru went through an accident, bruised and damaged? Would say, I, "There's a year. I need a year off. I need a year off. I can't focus now. I'm fighting to learn." To focus in Torah, to get back strength in Torah, to get to gain to forge a deeper connection to Torah. What a kiddush Shemaim. I don't know my life. I've seen such a kiddush Shemaim my entire life. I don't know. I don't know my life. I'm not convinced that I've ever seen such a kiddush Shemaim my entire life. I don't know what to do about this kiddush Shemaim I'm seeing. It's there should be a bracha b'shemu malchus to witness such a kiddush Shemaim kipshutay. To witness b'nei Torah how deep the conviction is. You know, there's so many things that are shallow in such a superficial world, in such a Greek world, of Greek culture, shallow things, of meaningless exercises, of sports, oh, touchdown, yeah, they won the Super Bowl, uh, of meaningless, so what, so what, now what? Somebody told me the Giants kicker, if they won the Super Bowl in 07, jumping around, said, now what do I do, now what do I do? Eagles. Jeff Eagles. But somebody's jumping around and he said, now what do I do? <laughs> now what do I do? Nothing. You, not, you have nothing and you do nothing. Jump up and down, drink another beer. Garnish, mit garnish. And to we have something that's so powerful and deep, that's so meaningful, it's eternal. I'm going to say it over the rabbi. Mr. Shombran told me a maestro this week. I'm going to say it over Barabbin. Mr. Shombran told me that he had a dream. Ellie came to him in a dream this week. He said that in his dream he saw Ellie and the first thing he asked him is if he can give him a hug. Now if anybody knows Mr. Shombran, a wonderful human being, special, special Yid. Hashem Tess, special Yid. A Yid who, who gave birth, who produced Ellie. And the Yid was a grounded individual, a very clear thinker. And he told me that Ellie came to him in a dream this week. Aaron, you're aware of this story? And he said Ellie came to him in a dream this week. 
and he saw him clearly, and he asked Ellie if he can give him a hug. He knew he's in the Olam Ha'emes, he did, and he, Ellie said he can give him a hug, and he gave Ellie a hug. And then Ellie told him that every single day, I want you to know, Abba Tati, whatever he calls him, I want you to know that I come to Yeshiva every single day. I learn there. He said, I'm at davening. I see who's under the talus every single day of davening for the Amr. I answer Amen to the Kadeshim. I'm at davening every single day. <coughs> so his father said to him, Ellie, come on, the guys see you? So Ellie said, of course not, they don't see me. But I'm there every single day. And then his father asked him, tell me what they're saying in Shemayim. Tell me what they're saying about this matzah, what's happening in Shemayim. He smiled, his patent Ellie smiled, he said, I can't tell you. Mr. Shomrom woke up, he woke his wife up in the middle of the night to tell her about the dream. Now, I don't know Pshat, only Asik bin Astarm. I don't know Pshat, and certainly we all have to carry on regular. What I do know is one thing, I do know, that there's something called Olam Abba. There's something called eternity, and I have witnessed eternity in seeing Bahram. I don't need riots to Olam Abba. My riot to eternity is to see Bahram, Abba say, that with all the storms of the world, with difficulty, with every excuse under the sun, anybody would excuse, nobody would have a time to say, I just can't learn right now. I need a vacation, I need to go to Eretz Yisrael, I need to just go to Uman, I need to leave, I can't learn right now. Give me a few months. Every excuse under the sun. Who wouldn't understand? Who wouldn't say 100%, whatever you need, you want to go to Florida, you want to go to Los Angeles, wherever you want. And Bachem that are sitting down if they're going through what they went through and are sitting down fighting to learn better, worried I'm not concentrating enough, trying to concentrate more in learning, trying to grow in learning, trying to gain back Hasmodus Atayrat, to fight for Ruchnius. We are seeing Oilam Abba. We're seeing that we have values. We have something to be busy with that's eternal. So to hear a maise, a cholom like that, a dream like that, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means, and I ask every bacher to function, kipshuta, to function regular, certainly. What it, but what we do know is there's something called oilum abba, that's tvarim shutim. That's tvarim shutim. There's something deeper, more powerful, more important. More important than all the physical, temporary things that people, that the Greeks engage in. When people talk about what's wrong with movies, so they speak about the pritzos, the destructive nature of movies. In a way, like I'm happy there's pritzos in movies. So people have what the point, oh, it's pritzos thick. It's not what's bad about a movie. What's bad about a movie is you weren't engaged in eternity. We have important things to accomplish. Limerat Torah, Tefillah, Chesed. We have important things, eternal things to engage in. What's bad about a movie, you don't need the preachers. Let's say we'll make an industry. The Bachami are more talented than anybody in Hollywood. Put all the Hollywood actors together, they don't touch Mo Lichter. So let's Rabbi say, let's make a Bachar, let's make kosher movies. Make a kosher movie. Give out the kosher movies. No preachers. What's much worse about all the movies is not the preachers. It's you're not engaged in anything eternal. You're not engaged in something important. We have things that are valuable, that are priceless. The Tzaddik Yisraelim has ideas that are unmovable forever. He doesn't budge from these ideas. He has things to engage in that are so precious, they're more precious than life itself. The Tzaddik, I read the altar of Kelm, in the yeshiva of Kelm. They were a beautiful yeshiva. I saw it in our yeshiva. 
there was the, the, the after the altar of Kelm was Nifter and his son was Nifter Reb Daniel Moshevitz took over as the Mashkiach of Kelm he was at Sadik Yisoyed Oilam they stood for ideas of Torah of Kedusha of Kesher Tashem and the Nazi beasts with killing out Kelm Yeshiva and they, they, they took the whole Kelm Yeshiva and they killed every Bachar in Yeshiva and before they were Nifter Reb Daniel Moshevitz spoke to the Yeshiva and he spoke about relaxing right now in a calm way. He spoke in the most calm voice. There were two survivors who said, over, I have in my house the whole speech. And he spoke in a calm way to the yeshiva, in a completely calm way. And he spoke for a while about what had to be Mekad Hashem Shamayim, how to calmly accept Hashem's Gzeris. And at this moment to think, I am now going to be Mekad Hashem, I'm doing the holiest mitzvah possible. How to do a mitzvah b'simcha, Awesome! These beasts, they look like the, the, the victors, they look like the ones, there was no eternity to them. To them, there is shown, like shaft that the wind blows. And this person, like eternity, is so important to Daniel Moshevitz gave a speech. When he was done, he turned to the guy calmly, he says, You could do whatever you need to do now. Calmly, I'm finished my speech now. Rav Ram ben Arambam, Rav Ram ben Arambam, I'm sorry, Rav Ram ben Avram, the Ger Tzedek. The Ger Tzedek, he was a count and he became a Ger. And his, and his captors were about to kill him. The, 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 the church was about to kill him. And the people who were about to kill him, they started shaking. The executioners, they saw his holiness. And they said to Rav Ram ben Avram that we're afraid to kill you. We're afraid to kill you because we're afraid you'll get revenge on us. So Rav Ram ben Avram laughed. And he said, when I was a child, I was a very wealthy kid. And on my father's, on my father's estate, I would build these figures in the sand. I'd build beautiful figures of soldiers. And I made a whole scene of war in the sand. And the peasants' kids who were, very, who were working in the fields and killing themselves, they were jealous of me. So they came and they saw my whole intricate thing I built. They, killed, they, they, they knocked it all down. said, I was angry. So I went to my father and I said, get revenge from these kids. So my father like, just waved me away. That's unimportant. Baby games. He said, and I resolved that when I become count myself, I'm going to get revenge. He said, when I became count, you think I gave a hoot about that? Revenge for what? They broke my lolly when I was a kid. He stole that bag at the, at the bar mitzvah. I dove for it, not on the kid. At that time, I thought, I'm going to avenge this terrible loss. Later on, a, a, lechter, a joke. He looked at his captors in the face. He said, it's true now I have feelings of revenge. He said, I'm going to the world of eternity. You're not even going to be a thought in my mind. He said, you're not even going to be a thought in my mind, fellas. They're living in different worlds. It's Sadik is Sadik who has eternally important things, who has a mission, who has a sense of importance, who has busy things. I'm busy with stuff. Rev Katsu of Shalom's father wrote a book together with a, a Freya Yid. Freya Yid was not yet from. He's a big TV personality. It means a celebrity, a wonderful wow. <coughs> He wrote a book together, and the celebrity dominated. I wish Ray Katzoff would have written more in the book. The celebrity got all the writings in the book. 
so empty. The main thing he's trying to say in the book, it's most it's supposed to be on Tvila. The whole Yisoyed of Tvila is Hachnon. The whole book, it's fascinating. The whole book is about how he does, Larry King doesn't understand Tvila. And Ray Katzov is trying to teach him about Tvila and he doesn't get it. And he ends the book, he doesn't get Tvila. Ram from the whole Yisoyed of Tvila is Hachnon, subservience to Hashem. Mm-hmm. Subservience to a mission, Hachnon, humbleness. This guy is a Balgaiva. The whole book, his point is how busy he is. I'm telling you, if you read the book, he's always stressing how busy he is. What's he busy? They're doing his makeup for his meeting because he's doing an interview. All nonsense. He's interviewing Barbara Streisand his whole life. <laughs> busy with Gornish, Gornish, McGornish. <coughs> then, in the whole book, just expressing, he's tr- there's one thing you learn in the whole book. You learn very little about Tfila. You learn that he doesn't understand Tfila. The only thing you really learn in the whole book is he's trying to give over how busy he is, that he's so popular and busy. You Balgaiva, you want to know why you don't understand Tfilah? Because you have no achno. You stop thinking how busy you are. And start, you're busy with what? With garnish. Garnish with garnish. You're doing your makeup for the next interview. And they're flying me here. And fly. He's always giving over. Officially, he's just saying I'm busy. He's trying to give over his story. I met Reb Katzel between this and this, and I'm busy with this. And his whole book's how busy he is. It's wonderful you're busy doing nothing. You're building tiddlywinks, you're building, you're playing with Lego your whole life. You're playing with Lego your whole life. And I told the Bach, I, I don't want to start up with sports like a holy cow. You know, Rabbi say you should laugh a little bit. They're grown men. Tom Brady is 35 years old, 33, 37. He's playing sports all day. It's, it's a comedy show. He's a grown man. He has, he, I don't know if he has some stuff, they don't have kids. He's a grown man. That, you know, kid, sports is very nice. A good, it's a nice, guys, guys should play football this afternoon. It's a good break. He's playing ball all his life. That's, what it, that's his big thing in his life. You're Meshuggah. You're a grown man. Do something. Okay, so he's played, he's paid. I don't know what it would be. If a guy would pay me to play my whole life checkers, you pay my life to build Lego my whole life. I wouldn't do it. You pay me millions of dollars. I'm not building Lego my whole life. I'm sorry. But I'll pay you millions of dollars. I'm not building Lego. There's too many important things to do. I don't know how you could be a normal. You know, it's no wonder that the athletes, they do crimes and things. It's no wonder you're paying them to be babies their whole life. But grow up, buddy. It's very nice. But playing balls, I don't not play ball. You could be 80 and play ball also. It's a break. Ball is a break. This is your career, you're playing ball. It's, it's, it's a comedy show. He plays a little baby. My, my son, like, play, ball is very important. My six-year-old son, football is very important to me. Grow up, the things to do, they're eternal things to do. Never, they don't understand for the guy who's, the, the thing they do is beat us up. Better they're playing ball. Good, go play ball. Go, 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 touchdown, biter. Rabbi said we have eternal things to be busy with. We have important things. We're allowed to have breaks. We're allowed to have chayisha. Go, go break. If you break, you're playing ball. It's eternal. It's a break. But we have important things to be busy with. Grab on to eternal things. Get busy with important things. Davin. Learn. Do chesed. Build yourself. Read the Torah and find out what Hashem wants from us. He has a mission for us. We have things that are valuable. There's an oilum abba. There's a world of reward, a real oilum abba, that a person goes and reaps the benefits of what they acquired here. All the acquisitions they made stay with the tzaddik forever. The unbending tzaddik, the unmovable tzaddik, the deep tzaddik. Gain things that are deep, that go into your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren that will be in your family for dairis. The it, acquisitions, Kenyanim, make them in Yeshiva, Rabbi Say. Shesulim Hashem, put roots in the Yeshiva. 
Root yourself down. Make an oil on my boss. Make it sadik yisayolim seder. Every bracha should have one seder. He doesn't miss for the life of him, no matter what, because he wants to gain things that are deep, that are profound. Make it the easiest time. Pick in the afternoon. A bracha should have second seder and menachas like unmovable. He's sick. He's not feeling well. Is this his mother-in-law is calling? Whatever it may be. <laughs> second seder, whatever, it, and he picks a different seder. But say this, sadik seder, something that's just deep, that's profound, because he wants to be a person with deep meaning, with deep values. How shallow is the person that everything goes and the slightest wind blows, and everything goes. He has no kinyanim, he has no acquisitions, he has nothing he's ever gotten and acquired. I want everybody should think about the Kiddush Shemayim that you're experiencing. I hold the guy could see, you know, people say, why doesn't Hashem talk to us today? If Hashem would talk to me, we don't see if Hashem would talk, we'd move out there, we'd be Manfred, it would be a terrible Einish for us. I hold these three Bachim, Amachayiv, the Bachim that have gone through Gehenim and worse, that have gone through such Yisurim, Abba Yisai, and they're not budging from the Avoidus Hashem. Just being mechazik in our Vedas Hashem is, is, is a, such a kiddush amayim, it's mechayivas. Notice it, Rabbi Say. Think about it. Rejoice in it. Celebrate in it. We should make a suda to celebrate. The sudas, there should be five sudas haydas. We should, the sudas haydas, to celebrate what we're witnessing. The kiddush amayim, you're witnessing Oilum You're witnessing Bachim that are proving that there's something so deep, something so valuable that no wind in the world could break it. Well, if you know what you're seeing, and if you don't know what you're seeing, it's a shame. Think about what you're seeing. We went through Yantiv celebrating the Yechidim that stood up. The Yechidim that stood up, the Ma'atim, the Tehirim that stood up to Tumma. The Yechidim that stood up to all the winds of change of the times, all the winds of modernization, of advancement, all the corrupt winds of the time. And Yechidim said, we're not budging. We're not budging from our eternal values, from that which is so important. I hold in the Yeshivim, we saw the Ma'atim, we saw these Sadiqim, we saw a version of these Sadiqim, who with winds, Shrek Lecha, winds that blew. Somebody wrote me a letter yesterday. I got a letter, an unbelievable letter of Chizik to the whole yeshiva. It's a two-page letter written to you. Somebody was here for a Shabbos. He's a married person in Eretz Yisrael. He's a person who's a massive, masmid, Talmud Chacham, Ben Torah. He wrote a letter to Seshiva. He, he wrote how the Shabbos impacted his life. He was here the last Shabbos <coughs> of the year. It was one of the nicest Shabbosim ever. He was here the last Shabbos of last year. A Shabbos that nobody was there will ever forget. I, I believe Shalom was there as well. And this person, he wrote the, the chizuk he got to Ms. Yeshiva, and he wrote a letter of chizuk. And he's begging the Bacham not to abandon their Avoida. And the letter, it's a beautiful letter of chizuk. And I would read the letter to the guys, except he doesn't, he can't fathom that the guys haven't abandoned anything. I, the letter's not Nagayakimat. It's a gorgeous letter, and so appreciate how much somebody cares and he's begging the oil any person would imagine this is a tzaddik but every tzaddik feels bad he doesn't imagine how deeply rooted Shesulim B'Veis Hashem the guys are I would read I'm going to read it to Yoel to Meir to Avram read him a letter don't give up don't abandon don't tell him I'm going to call him out of say this tell him please Meir stop learning with Shemi come I want to tell you something don't give up don't stop learning I'll stop the say to read the letter 
He gives a letter begging the yeshiva what he saw the aliyah in this yeshiva. I never saw something like this in my life. It's a two-page letter, an unbelievable letter. There'll be a time I'll read it to you. It is your letter after all. But he wrote a letter to the Bnei Yeshiva, L'chol Bnei Yeshiva. He wrote a two-page letter that I received yesterday. Beautiful letter from a beautiful Yid. And he's afraid. He doesn't wants to make sure such a wind, such a storm blew. Nobody budged from your Avedah. Don't stop. Don't let go. He wrote a letter of Chizik to the Yeshiva to make sure. I have to write a letter, pen a letter back and describe Tzadik Yisrael Nobody's budged. You think of every reason under the sun to shake, to move. You know how deep Ruchnius is. You know how important Ruchnius is. You know how eternal Ruchnius You think a temporary Gashmist that could think could stand in the way. <laughs> Rabbi said, let us all be in Yeshiva and make acquisitions. Acquire a Kesha to a Rebbe. Acquire a Kesha to Torah. Acquire a Kesha to Tefillah. That's eternal. That's not fleeting. I'm not feeling well. Get to Shachris. It's just more important than anything physical. It's more important than any storm. But it's snowing outside, but it's cold outside. So what? Get to Mincha, get to Mayrib. It's more important than just physical limitations. It's important. We have precious things to do. Make it deep. Now, you can't start with everything at once. Pick one tefillah I don't miss. Shumpan. My tzaddik yisoyroilum tefillah. That tefillah I don't miss. Pick one seder. That 20 minutes I don't miss. Pick one midah, that on my lowest day, I don't, I don't, I don't give up from that midah. Pick, pick things, start one at a time, not too many at once. Maybe I just listed too many. But start picking things that we grab onto, that we don't let up for anything. And let it be the will of Hashem that all of us become tzaddikim yisoyin oilam. We all become such tzaddikim that our foundations, the opposite of that Russia, kavur sufa, the wind blows vain Russia. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Kavur sufa, the wind blew. Kimoitzah should defend ruach. We fakir should be the tzaddik that shosel al palgemayim. That tzaddik that has so many roots, so deep, so powerful. You see that two thousand pound tree, and it stands there, standing proud. No storm, no snowstorm, no windstorm, no hurricane, no tornado, nothing can budge that tree, and the tree lasts and lasts and lasts. What's the secret to that thousands of pounds not budging? It's the roots on the ground. It's those roots that are tied in so stark and many of them. Let us all start building roots. In Yeshiva we build those roots. And many of them, many ideas that I don't budge from this idea. It's not something that's shallow to me. Picture you meet, you know, two people, they look like both the same. They look the same, two human beings, Shalom Aleichem, Aleichem, Shalom. One guy's Nishkin men, she has no roots. What's going on underground that they both look like human beings? Well, one guy has no, no roots. There's nothing he believes in. In one whim, one temptation. <laughs> what, didn't, you, didn't you hold? Don't you believe? Don't you? <laughs> I don't get it. So they, look, they both look like B'nai Adam. They're shaking hands, two equal looking men. But one guy has no... The under, remember the underground roots? One guy has things that he stands for. He has things that he believes in, that he, that, that he holds true to no matter what. Another guy has nothing like that. They only both look like human beings. One guy's oimate to fall down. Kavur sufavein rashi is oimate to fall down. And the other guy's an unmovable force. He believes in it. He's an eternal person. He's an ishama. He has values that are deep. Let us gain these deep values and add to them and consistently grow them. Let us utilize Yemei Sinner, Rabbi Say. Yemei Ava to add, to accomplish, and utilize Yemei Sinner. 
utilize Yimei Sina to find out about ourselves. This I will never budge from. It's true, I'm not doing as well on that other day that I felt it. But on my lowest day, this I don't do. I'm sorry. This I don't budge from. Cheers.